0: Now let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in Your sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Our Scripture readings for today come from the New Revised Standard Version Bible. Our reading for today comes from various sections from Ruth. So she set out from the place where she had been living, she and her two daughters-in-law, And they went on their way to go back to the land of Judah. But Naomi said, Turn back, my daughters. Why will you go with me? Do I still have sons in my womb that they may become your husbands? Turn back, my daughters. Go your way, for I am too old to have a husband. Even if I thought there was hope for me, even if I should have a husband tonight and bear sons, would you then wait until they were grown? Would you then refrain from marrying? No, my daughters. It has been far more bitter for me than for you, because the hand of the Lord is turned against me. Then they wept aloud. Orpah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clung to her. When Naomi saw that she was determined to go with her, she said, No more to her. So the two of them went on until they came to Bethlehem. When they came to Bethlehem, the whole town was stirred because of them. And the women said, Is this Naomi? She said to them, "'Call me no longer Naomi, call me Mara, for the Almighty has dealt bitterly with me. I went away full, but the Lord has brought me back empty. Why call me Naomi when the Lord has dealt harshly with me and the Almighty has brought calamity upon me?' So Naomi returned together with Ruth the Moabite, her daughter-in-law, who came back with her from the country of Moab. They came to Bethlehem at the beginning of the barley harvest. Now Naomi had a kinsman on her husband's side, a prominent rich man of the family of Elimelech, whose name was Boaz. And Ruth the Moabite said to Naomi, Let me go to the field and glean among the ears of grain, behind someone in whose sight I may find favor. She said to her, Go, my daughter. So she went. She came and gleaned in the field behind the reapers. As it happened, she came to the part of the field belonging to Boaz, who was of the family of Elimelech. Her mother-in-law said to her, Where did you glean today? And where have you worked? Blessed be the man who took notice of you. So she told her mother-in-law with whom she had worked and said, The name of the man with whom I work today is Boaz. Then Naomi said to her daughter-in-law, Blessed be he by the Lord whose kindness is not forsaken, the living or the dead. Naomi also said to her, The man is a relative of ours one of our nearest kin. Naomi, her mother-in-law, said to her, My daughter, I need to seek some security for you, so that it may be well with you. Now here is our kinsman Boaz, with whose young women you have been working. See, he is winnowing barley tonight at the threshing floor. Now wash and anoint yourself, and put on your best clothes and go down to the threshing floor, but do not make yourself known to the man until he has finished eating and drinking. When he lies down, observe the place where he lies. Then go and uncover his feet and lie down, and he will tell you what to do. She said to her, All that you tell me, I will do. She came to her mother-in-law, who said, How did things go with you, my daughter? Then she told her all that the man had done for her, saying, He gave me these six measures of barley. For he said, Do not go back to your mother-in-law empty-handed. She replied, Wait, my daughter, until you learn how the matter turns out. For the man will not rest, but will settle the matter Today. So Boaz took Ruth and she became his wife. When they came together, the Lord made her conceive and she bore a son. Then the women said to Naomi, Blessed be the Lord who has not left you this day without next of kin. And may his name be renowned in Israel. He shall be to you a restorer of life and a nourisher of your old age. For your daughter-in-law who loves you, who is more to you than seven sons, has borne him. Then Naomi took the child and laid him in her bosom and became his nurse. The women of the neighborhood gave him a name, saying, A son has been born to Naomi. They named him Obed. He became the father of Jesse, the father of David. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Today's reading is really a selection to highlight Naomi. I was drawn to the image of Naomi for many reasons this week. As I began to think about Mother's Day, I started to think about moms in the Bible. There are a number of them, and any could have been chosen for today. But Naomi reminded me of a few things that I felt like would be helpful to think about right now. For one... Naomi was a mother in hard times, really hard times. With the men of the family dead, she began to head back to the homeland she had left behind. One might ask why I am looking at Naomi when the book is named for Ruth. Well, it is because Naomi has quite the journey. She lives through a time that left her bitter and sad. So much so that she literally says to no longer call her Naomi, but to call her Mara, which means bitter. She has lost her husband. She has lost two sons. Times are hard. I'm sure she barely felt like a mother at that point. Now, if that were the end of Naomi's story, we would certainly have a short message for today. She was upset and made it known. But that is not the end. That is how we begin. With Naomi grieving what was lost, returning to Bethlehem with Ruth the Moabite. Her words are those of one who has suffered a great loss. Now something that my mother helped me to learn was how to deal with loss. I think my father taught me how to understand loss, but it was my mother that helped me to learn how to emotionally deal with loss. Not just the big losses, though. Big losses and small losses. Losses that feel bigger than they really are. Losses that we pretend aren't big things. I was reminded of this when I had to help Simon deal with loss. His loss was that the pool was not going to open this summer. He had talked about having his birthday party there, or at least one of the many birthday celebrations he has in mind. He loves The pool. He is all about learning to swim. About going down the big slide. Now someone might think that isn't a big loss. It's just the pool. Right? It isn't nearly as bad as Ruth losing her family. Why bring it up? Here's the deal. Simon is five years old. He has been talking about going to the pool since we drove by the pool the first day after it closed at the end of summer. He has spent months in his head planning on all the time he was going to spend there this summer. And now, that is gone. So I thought about what I learned growing up. I don't know that my mother ever sat down and said, Here is how you deal with disappointment and loss and handed me a manual. Life doesn't quite work like that. No, what I remember is when I was Simon's age and had big plans that didn't pan out, she acknowledged the loss. She named the grief. Then she would look to something good. She would look ahead. Maybe there was something fun we could do right then to remember that not everything was bad. Maybe it was just being there in that moment but she would look ahead because there was always something on the horizon. The sun would rise again. So I took those memories in hand and talked with Simon. He was disappointed, but he was also looking ahead. When he was six, next summer, he would be able to go to the pool again. So he drew a picture of it, and he labeled himself as being six years old. I started to feel like maybe he had a better handle on naming loss and dealing with it than most adults I know. Do we deal with things like Simon? Like Naomi did? She knew what she had to do, so she kept going. But she didn't just ignore what happened. She recognized it, even the parts she didn't understand. She went away full and came back empty. I started to think about how many losses we may not be recognizing right now. The most obvious is that when I speak these words, I mourn the loss that you are not here, sitting before me. I miss the Sunday routine. I miss the drive, the singing. I miss the community. I miss having dinner with my big old family. I miss Bible study. I miss the park. I mourn those things along with numerous other things, big and small. We may try to act like things are normal, but they aren't. I know I have tried to, but I know they are not. We are all experiencing pains that we are not sure how to name. But we at least have to try, because when we can name our loss, we can pray about our loss. We cannot rush our grief and pretend that getting things back to normal would fix our grief and our loss. If anything, we might compound it by trying to force a new normal back into existence that causes more pain and more problems. God acts in due time. We are given reason to know when that time is the best we can. We cannot force our way back to normal so that we can avoid grief. We cannot push everything back to the way it was just so that things can be the way they were and give ourselves a false sense of security. It is better that we take our prayers to God and mourn our losses while being thankful for the things that they have done. That they keep us safe. That they help to keep others safe. That by facing those losses, we do not face even greater losses. Now, Naomi was back in Bethlehem, but she wasn't alone. Now here's something that reminded me of the moms in my life. And yes, I say moms plural because I have had many. Naomi didn't make the journey alone. Her daughter-in-law was with her. One of the two, Ruth. Because Ruth wouldn't turn back. Naomi laid out that she really didn't have a lot to offer, but she still cares for Ruth. She takes care of Ruth. Ruth was not her daughter, but she cares for her just the same. She doesn't really have the obligation to bring her along, but she cares for her anyway. My mother was mother to all sorts of people that she did not give birth to. She's taken in those that have married into the family with open arms. She takes them in before they get a chance to marry into the family. She has been mother to our friends growing up. I know that I have multiple mothers in my life because of the women who step up and take on that caring role. I am blessed to have them in my life, be it my own flesh and blood mother that birthed me, those who have had the title of mother-in-law, or those who are called aunt without any blood relationship, but they are family. And I cherish those relationships. Then there are all the moms that I have here in my church families. I am surrounded by mothers who may not even realize They have been mothers. So in the midst of this difficult time, Naomi still persists in helping Ruth to find a way to keep moving forward. Naomi lets Ruth go out to glean in the fields. She ends up in the field of Boaz. When Naomi finds out, she rejoices. She praises God for the good fortune that Ruth ended up in the field of a close relative, one that could redeem her by taking her as his wife. So she tells her to stay in that field. And Naomi plans on helping Ruth to win over Boaz and secure a place for her so that her future goes well. Ruth listens to her mother-in-law and things do go well for her. For both of them. Naomi knows that Boaz will act on the matter that very day. And she is right. Again, she is right. So Ruth becomes the wife of Boaz. Ruth becomes pregnant and has a son. Naomi has next of kin. Naomi has hope. This woman who said that her name should be better because of how the Lord dealt with her, she is now praised. She is now told that God will be a restorer of life to her. The difficult time passed. The hard times were done for now. They might have pointed out that Ruth was worth seven sons, but they also point out that this person, who is worth seven sons, loved Naomi, which says a lot. Naomi's bitterness is once again joy. This woman who thought she lost everything now has a child that has been brought into her family. She is now a grandmother. Now she has so much more. She made it through the difficult time, through the hardship, because she looked ahead. Because she didn't just stop. She moved forward and helped her daughter-in-law to keep moving forward. She never stopped believing that God could help. Even when things are difficult, even when she felt like she couldn't understand God, she believed that God could do good. There was still something left to be done. She never stopped being a mother in all of the difficulty and in some ways became a mother to all of Israel. A mother who brings about Obed, which leads to Jesse, which leads to David, a line that continues to Christ. Naomi persevered and persisted. She overcame hardships. She lived through a struggle. We can learn something from her in our own difficulty. A journey that began in darkness ends with light. A journey that began with loss has become gain. Sorrow has become joy. Not because she just waited for things to get better. She kept moving forward. She kept trying. We are in a difficult time right now. We are all facing loss of various kinds, both big and small. Things are difficult on multiple levels. Things are different and we don't know when they will get back to normal. We don't know if things will go back to the normal we once knew. We have a choice. We could be still and sit and wait. Or we could keep moving forward. We could simply lament our loss or we could lament our losses while moving forward into the future. Because God was with us before, God is with us now, and God will be there after. On this Mother's Day, I'm reminded of a mother's perseverance. A perseverance we all need right now. We could simply give up, but we are called to do more. Even when we feel limited. When we feel like there is nothing we can do that will help. Like Naomi, we carry on. Even in hardship, God helps us to see what comes next. God helps us to see how we get there in this Easter season, we remember that Christ gave all so that we know we are loved and cared for. That a Savior came to set us free. That we overcome the bad to see the good. We overcome the darkness to see the light. That we help others when they are weak and we take the help of others in our own weakness. Because we are all strengthened by Christ in times of trouble and hardship. Let us endure like Naomi and let us carry on celebrating God and doing all that God has called us to do. Amen.